as we come to the final three malachis, the final three prohibited labors to do on Shabbos, number 37, 38, and 39, they're also the most self-explanatory. First of all, number 37 is the malach of Mavir. Mavir means to ignite or intensify a fire in any way. That was done in the Mishkan, in the tabernacle, when they had vats of dyes. They had to dye certain materials and to heat up the, the vats of dyes of the wool coverings of the Mishkan. They needed fire for, to be able to do that and for other, uh, some other things also in the Mishkan. And then they had to put out the fire, which brings us to Malacha number 38, which is Mechabe, which means to distinct, extinguish a fire. Now these two... Malachas are very well known that one can't put, put on a fire in any way, make the fire greater in any way, or extinguish a fire in any way. But where it becomes more applicable to us in our times, of course, is when it comes to electricity. Electricity, we consider, even though, of course, in the time of the Gemara, there was no electricity, but most Paiskim, most authorities consider electricity in any of its forms to be considered a type of fire, a type of spark, for different reasons given whether there are sparks that actually are lit when the electricity goes through, or the Chazanish said that it's a question of building the, the conduit. But the bottom line is that we definitely treat electricity in any way as a form of fire, and there Therefore, of course, any appliance or anything that uses electricity cannot be put on on Shabbos or turned off on Shabbos because of the malachas of Mechaba or Mavir. Because of the fact that we're strict and look at all electric, electrical impulses as a possible form of fire, therefore that by extension includes all appliances that we know, that everyone knows that we cannot use on Shabbos, such as a telephone, of course, how much more so not driving a car, which might also be a prohibition of Bishel, of, of cooking the gas. But the bottom line is that Mechab and Mavir is that one is not let to turn on or turn off, ignite a fire, intensify fire fire anyway, or put off a fire, take away wood from a fire. In fact, not only that, when we have a Shabbos clock, when you put on electricity on a Shabbos clock, one is also not allowed to make that the clock should go on quicker than one intended to. Like if you have one of those electric... Shabbos timers with pieces that you put up and on to make it go off and on. So you can't do that on Shabbos either because that's also hastening. It's causing the light to come on quicker or to come on slower. There's a very big discussion in the Paiskim, which we don't have time to get into now, about asking a non-Jew to put on a light or to turn off a light. And that's beyond the scope of this platform to get into, but very generally, we're a lot more makel, we're much more lenient with turning off lights, because that's not giving enjoyment as much as when one turns on lights. That's why historically, non-Jews were asked to turn off lights. But of course, those are the malachas that we know of not using fire or anything that's a derivative of fire, anything like fire. And finally, we come to the 39th prohibited la- labor, which really we began Masech Shabbos with, and that's the Malach of Haitzah. Haitzah means literally taking out, taking out objects from one domain to another. And that includes taking out from one's house to a public thoroughfare. It also includes walking within a public thoroughfare with a certain ob- while carrying an object. 
Now, many people are not aware of this prohibited labor because of the idea of an Eruv. This is where the idea of an Eruv comes in. When one lives in a place that is surrounded by an Eruv, by the halachically made string that makes an entire area into one domain, then one is allowed to carry outside on Shabbos. So in most neighborhoods today where Jews live, in great numbers, there's usually an Erev that allows a person to carry outside. But if it wasn't for the Erev or a person that lives in a place where there's no Erev, then one is not allowed to carry objects, transfer objects from one domain to another or take them outside at all. That would include carrying a sitter from one's home to a shul walking with a baby stroller, transporting any object, keys or handkerchief or anything, because on Shabbos, if one is in a place without an Eruv, the last and final malacha of Hitzah, of taking out things, is pro- prohibits carrying. That in the Mishkan, in the time of the Mishkan, obviously we know that that would be part of the taking apart of the, 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 when it was dismantled, when the Mishkan, the tabernacle was dismantled, all the big planks that the walls were constructed from would be loaded onto specially designated wagons. And these planks to be transferred from one place to another, that's the idea of Haitzah. Now, the actual laws of the Eruv and Haitzah are extremely complex and abstract, and so therefore it's hard to get into it also over here, but basically a person should just be very careful to make sure that one is in a place with an Eruv, then one is allowed to carry on Shabbos, and if not, one is in a place without an Eruv, then carrying on Shabbos is prohibited in any way, including having something in one's pockets. And in fact, as we learned in an earlier Mishnah, one of the things that one has to do on Erev Shabbos is to check one's pockets to make sure that one is not carrying anything in order not to go against the prohibition of Haitzah.